Welcome to the Outlaw Radio Show. My name is Zach Adams, and I pastor a church located just outside of Athens, Georgia. The name of the church is Calvary 316. There's some great 316 verses in the scriptures. Uh, Most notably, we're Calvary 316 because we're located off of Highway 316, which is a a main highway that connects Athens to Atlanta. If you're local, check us out. Uh, Our service is at 1030 Sunday morning. You can learn more about the church uh, by visiting calvary316.com. Whether you're local or not, I do hope that you stay with me. However you're listening or not, whether it's on the radio or our podcast, hang with me for the next hour as we seek to deconstruct the negative perception that the world has of Christians by boldly and brashly discussing things that are relevant in an honest and genuine way. And today's topic um, is very relevant. It's kind of a hot-button issue. Now, I say relevant, not in a global sense. There are no doubt uh, bigger things happening in the world around us than what we're going to discuss today. So this is not relevant globally, uh, not like an asteroid coming to Earth and we need to talk about that. It's going to affect us all. Beyond that, it's not even probably relevant nationally. Um, there are a lot of important things that are happening in our country, uh, politically, culturally, significant things. Uh, so this is not exactly relevant on a global scale or even a national scale. Regionally, probably not relevant, but but this is relevant. Let, let me give you kind of the demographic. Uh, anyone that is uh, a, millenn- a millennial Christian, uh, what we're going to talk about today will absolutely resonate because more than likely, a book titled I Kiss Dating Goodbye played a significant role in the shaping of the Christian culture that you grew up in. I say that as a millennial Christian. Joshua Harris. Now, uh, why does that name ring a bell? Even if you don't know about the book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye, you've more than likely maybe heard the name over the last few weeks. Joshua Harris, um, pastor, Christian, author, helped shape the culture, recently announced on Instagram he was divorcing his wife, and then a couple weeks after that, uh, announced that he was recounting his faith, that he was walking away uh, from Christianity. Um, quite shocking. Um, this did garner some national news. I, I saw it on Twitter, making the rounds. I think there was a, an article posted about this on the Drudge Report. I saw it on foxnews.com. Um, the Christian Post, Christian Circles, immediately picked up on the story. Um, it made the rounds. A high-profile individual not only divorcing his wife, but walking away from the faith. It made news. Now, the title of today's episode, and you need to bear with me, so I'm going to give you the title of the episode, and don't turn off the radio or immediately turn off the podcast, um, because the title um, is going to be a little shocking. So here, here it goes. The title for today's episode, what we're going to unpack in the entirety of our time together is why I support Joshua Harris. Yes, I know he's divorcing his wife, and I also know that he's walking away from the faith, but I want to talk about why I support um, what he's doing. Um, And again, don't turn off the radio because it's going to be for reasons that you might not at first understand, but hopefully by the end, all of these things will will make sense. So I want to begin talking about Joshua Harris Um, And again, all of this will tie together, so bear with me. I want to start with a little bio on him. Most people have heard his name. Um, What do you know of him? I kissed dating goodbye, but most people don't know his backstory, don't know um, really how his life has unfolded, uh, which has led to kind of the recent tragic developments we're seeing play out publicly. Uh, Joshua Eugene Harris was born December 30th, 1974. Uh, that places him in his mid mid forties today. Uh, he was born in Dayton, Ohio, to loving parents Greg and Sono Harris. Um, they didn't spend much time in Ohio, OH ten, as the locals say. They settled ultimately in Oregon. That's where Joshua Harris grew up in Oregon. Now, one of the interesting things about his upbringing that a lot of people don't know about. Matter of fact, I didn't know about it until I was researching um, this particular episode, developing my thoughts. But 
Uh, Joshua Harris's father, Greg Harris, um, also pretty famous. Um, in fact, he is, if you Wikipedia the name, one of the pioneers of kind of the modern Christian homeschooling movement. Greg Harris, one of the early pioneers. And in fact, in 1988, he wrote a book of his own experiences titled The Christian Homeschool. He, he created conferences, led huge seminars, uh, very famous, influential in his own right. Uh, Christian homeschooling, uh, today it's quite a movement. Um, it's nationwide. A lot of this gets attributed back to Greg Harris. And the reason I bring that up, this is not an episode on homeschooling, other than the fact that Joshua Harris um, grew up in homeschooling, this culture, this world, very isolated, living in Oregon, shunning the public school system, shunning really Christian schools, growing up in the home. He was one, the oldest, by the way, of eight. Now, from 1994, so again, Joshua Harris is about 20 years old. His father is this pioneer of the homeschooling movement, of which he's been immersed his entire life. In 1994, he started to publish a quarterly homeschooling magazine. The title of the magazine was New Attitude. It was aimed at homeschoolers, homeschooling culture. He's 20 years old. In fact, at the age of 17, his name started to circulate because he was speaking at his father's conferences. So he built off the momentum, started publishing this magazine in 1994, which was in circulation, by the way, to 1997. So it had a three-year run. 5,000 households were receiving this quarterly magazine published by Joshua Harris aimed at homeschoolers. Now, likely the reason that he discontinued the magazine was that in 1997, uh, Harris published his first book that put him on the map. I Kissed Dating Goodbye. It was a phenomenon. It was all over the place, all over church culture, all over homeschool culture. It was everywhere. Youth pastors and conferences. 1.2 million copies of I Kissed Dating Goodbye uh, was published worldwide. The book was translated into multiple languages. Again, he's in his early 20s here. Joshua Harris is not an old man, writes his first book. Boom, he's on the map and quite famous. And this book was influential. Now, if you know nothing about the book I Kiss Dating Goodbye, let me just give you a little bit of summary. The ideas, and again, this will play itself out. Um, the book focused on kind of a, a biblical-based Christian approach to dating and relationships outside of marriage. Um, I Kiss Dating Goodbye claimed that the worldly concepts of dating um, were not only wrong, but dangerous. In fact, um, the book claimed that, that these concepts, these anti-dating, the, the idea of courting, um, that dating steered people the way that the world was doing it into sexual temptation, uh, selfishness, broken hearts, ultimately divorce. Harris actually... Um, he slammed dating in the book as a, quote, training ground for divorce, urged Christians against engaging in premarital sex. The book decried same-sex marriage, homosexuality, courtship, the only biblical way. Again, this book being published, working its way, number one, garnering Joshua Harris a lot of attention. Later in that year, he would receive an invitation to move from Oregon to Maryland, specifically to be groomed by a man named C.J. Mahoney to take over an organization, kind of a conglomerate of churches known as Sovereign Grace Ministries. He was going to be groomed to be the lead pastor of the flagship church, Covenant Life, Covenant Life Church. 1997, he moves by the way, he would become the lead pastor in 2004 at the age of 30. This church, by the way, very Calvinistic, very reformed in its theology. 
1997, he moves from Oregon to Maryland. Again, he's been homeschooled his whole life. He's kind of the rock star, poster child of the homeschool Christian movement. He writes this book, becomes famous, is now going to be groomed to take over um, a large church ministry, as well as become a senior pastor, something he achieved at the age of 30. Now, in 1998, so he, he moves from Oregon to Maryland. He's living with C.J. Mahoney, his family. And it's during 1998 that Joshua Harris ends up meeting his wife, Shannon Boone. Of course, they courted. <laughs> I can't imagine he dated her, but they courted. They get married. And really, over the next decade plus, uh, the two enjoy life. Now, Josh continues to write several more books. He's being groomed to take over this church. In 2004, he becomes the lead pastor. Uh, he and Shannon end up having children, three children to be specific. Now, because of sexual abuse, the scandal that really engulfed Sovereign Grace Ministries, a youth pastor, I won't bore you with the whole story, was accused, the court case ensued, he was found guilty, it had been a cover-up. It was a really nasty thing. And what ended up happening is Joshua Harris and C.J. Mahoney uh, decided best that they resign from the Gospel Coalition. This took place in the spring of 2014, kind of the next year that Joshua Harris was really on the map. In fact, in, on May 19, 2014, Joshua Harris, he tweeted, he quote, I resigned from the Gospel Coalition Council because I don't want the present challenges at my church to distract from this terrific ministry, Godspeed, the Gospel Coalition. Now, by this point, keep in mind, Joshua Harris has been pastoring a church beginning at the age of 30. He's been pastoring this church for 10 years. Uh, C.J. Mahoney overseeing the organization, Joshua Harris preaching at this one particular church. Church gets engulfed in scandal. It's a mess. It's a headache. Well, on January, sometime in January of 2015, several months after all of this, uh, Joshua Harris ends up resigning. He resigns from his position um, at Sovereign, Sovereign Grace Ministries. Uh, and the explanation is that um, he wanted to expand um, his exposure to other aspects of Christianity. Again, keep in mind, his entire background up until this point has been the homeschooling world from a young age. Uh, his next exposure is now moving from Oregon to Maryland where he's immersed in Sovereign Grace Ministries. And so he wants to pursue graduate studies. He wants to expand his horizons. And so he resigns from the church, resigns his position as lead pastor, and he enrolls in Regent College, which is located in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. He and his wife pack up the kids. They move to Canada. Now, while Joshua Harris is studying at Regent College, some interesting things begin to happen. So we're going to pause. Don't go anywhere. We're going to pick up that thought with more here on the Outlaw Radio Show. One of the most important visions of the Outlaw Radio Show is our desire to challenge you to think critically, ask relevant questions, and then pursue answers on your own. The sad reality is many Christians fail to reflect Christ because they don't know what they believe or why they believe what they do. This is why, in addition to the Outlaw Radio Show tackling tough topics you might not hear at church, it is our desire to equip, inspire and challenge you to dig into God's Word and wrestle with these complex topics on your own. To help you in this important process, we want you to check out blueletterbible.org. It would be an understatement to say that this website will transform the way you study the Bible. In fact, it will revolutionize it. Aside from their treasure trove of free online commentaries, blueletterbible.org also has an incredible word search function, making it super simple to dive into the original language behind a text. 
So if you want to dig deeper into your study of scripture and in the process, learn and grow, we encourage you to check out blueletterbible.org today. Welcome back to the Outlaw Radio Show. Today's episode deals with Joshua Harris. And if that name rings a bell, he wrote a very famous book titled I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Uh, Famous in the sense that it really uh, shaped uh, a Christian culture that most millennials grew up in, kind of this anti-dating culture, courting. Um, Again, very famous. Uh, Joshua Harris grew up. It's kind of the poster child for Christian homeschooling. Uh, Very isolated, Uh, At the age of 17, began speaking at uh, some of the conferences about homeschooling that his father was putting on. Book blew up, instant fame, accepts an invitation to move from Oregon to Maryland to be tutored by C.J. Mahoney, Sovereign Grace Ministries. 2004, just five or six years after moving, he ends up becoming the senior pastor of of this church, the age of 30. Some things happen over the next decade. Good, bad, he continues to write. Him and his wife, Shannon, have kids. Pretty normal stuff. Controversy hits the church. 2014, a sexual abuse scandal. Really nasty. January of 2015, Joshua Harris decides to resign his position decides to leave the church, decides to pursue graduate studies at Regent College in Vancouver, B.C. The explanation he provided the congregation is that he felt it was important to kind of open up his exposure uh, to other veins of thought within Christianity. Now, you got to imagine, here's Joshua Harris, totally homeschooled, pretty isolated, He's been in kind of two bubbles, the homeschool bubble and the Sovereign Grace Ministry bubble. But now he's at a university. He's at Regent College. And it was during this time, through the experiences that he had, that he began not just to have some of his thoughts challenged. Not only was he being exposed to different belief systems, not only was he meeting different types of people from different backgrounds, again, he is no longer in his bubble. During all of these things, this exposure, he starts rethinking the very premise of the book that made him famous. I ran across an interview with Joshua Harris. Let, Let me just read you some of it. He says, a lot of my classmates shared stories of the effect my book had, and a lot of them were negative. I couldn't just write them off as angry trolls, because these were my friends, and so I listened. And then one day, on Twitter, of all places, this woman wrote me and said, your book was used against me like a weapon. I answered her and said, I'm so sorry. It was such a simple human interaction, Harris recalls. But that interaction led to a conversation, which led to a friendship, and that friendship changed me. Harris recounts that this woman said something I'll never forget, that her conversation with me on Twitter was the first time a religious leader had ever acknowledged getting something wrong and apologize to her. From these experiences, again, the conversations, Joshua Harris, he ends up doing something interesting. He wants to find out how his book really did influence or impact people. So he opened up a section of his website for people to share unedited experiences. They could be positive, they could be negative with his book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye. This led both Harris and a fellow grad student, by the way, who had also been hurt by Harris's book, to begin working on a documentary 
aimed at exploring the impact of I Kiss Dating Goodbye and the impact it had on dozens of people. And so this was this experience. He's outside of his bubble. He's being challenged. He's rethinking things. In a sense, Harris, who would be from Generation X, again, he's about 10 years older than I am, is going to university with millennials <laughs> whose lives had been influenced, impacted by his book, Positive, Negative. A whole new horizon opened up. Now, fast forward to the end of 2018. So just the end of last year. And Joshua Harris did something, again, that made national news. Something that I even referenced uh, in an earlier podcast. But Joshua Harris, again, author of I Kiss Dating Goodbye, who's famous and likely pretty wealthy because of that book. Again, you sell 1.2 million copies. It's translated globally. The Thing. After his experiences at Regent, he releases a statement on his website. And it, again, sent a shockwave. Because what he does, and I'm not going to read you the entire statement, but he disavows the book I Kiss Dating Goodbye. In fact, and I will give him credit for this, not only does he disavow the book, but he didn't want to profit any longer on something that he was disavowing. And so he contacted the publishing company and said that he wanted it discontinued, to which the publication company obliged and said that after um, their stockpile was depleted and diminished, they would no longer be printing anymore. Um, in the statement he released, I will read you just one part of it. He says, quote, I no longer agree with its central idea that dating should be avoided. I now think dating can be a healthy part of a person developing relationally and learning the qualities that matter most in a partner. Now, I was one Christian, and, and again, this will just be my, my, my position here, just personally, um, that found Joshua Harris's perspective on this without knowing so much of his backstory. I found it refreshing. Um, I was uh, not a homeschool kid. Um, my parents didn't isolate us. Not to say that if you homeschool your parents, you, you're guilty of isolation. I, I know a lot of homeschool parents that have their kids involved in co-ops and sports teams that are very socially engaged. This is developed, though. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, there was uh, this movement within Christianity that that really did... Uh, classify anyone that dated, if you were a Christian and you dated, or your parents allowed you to date, uh, well, that was evil. That was not good. You should only court. Bible never talks about dating, blah, 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 blah. Thankfully, and again, I'm only speaking to my own personal experiences. My parents did not ascribe to the I Kiss Dating Goodbye concept. In fact, um, my parents allowed us to date within structures, uh, because they wanted to teach us things that dating allowed while we were still within the home than when we left the home. It, it worked well for us. So the idea that the central idea that dating should be avoided, I think you can leave that to each family dynamic, each kid, etc. But dating can be a healthy part of a person developing relational qualities, how to deal with relationships, how to treat women, etc., so when Joshua Harris came out and kind of uh, threw his own book under the bus, I was right there thinking, that's so refreshing. Because while I'm not going to say that every aspect of the book was wrong or that it was heretical or heresy or any of that, but it did create a culture within Christianity um, that I don't think was all that healthy. I guess that's what I'm saying. The problem, though, is that what most of us didn't realize about Joshua Harris's statement and his changing positions on his own book uh, was what it indicated was happening even deeper in his own heart. You see, July 17th, this summer, on Instagram, 
Joshua Harris posted that he and his wife, Shannon, after 19 years of marriage, three children, who, by the way, are all in their teenage years, that they were going to not just separate, but divorce. They made this announcement, a joint statement on Instagram. Let me read word for word what they wrote. Quote, We're writing to share the news that we are separating and will continue our life together as friends. In recent years, some significant changes have taken place in both of us. It is with sincere love for one another and understanding of our unique story as a couple that we are moving forward with this decision. We hope to create a generous and supportive future for each other and for our three amazing children in the years ahead. Thank you for your understanding and for respecting our privacy during a difficult time. Now, divorce is not unique to Joshua Harris. This is not the first, quote, Christian leader that's made the announcement that that he was separating from his wife, that their marriage was failing. It, It did, again, garner attention because this was the guy that bagged on dating, claiming dating was responsible for the divorce rates we see, preaching courting, then end up divorcing. Again, there was kind of like this irony to it all that caught everyone's attention. Again, though, a Christian leader having a marital problem, divorce, not abnormal. What would come nine days later, however, was utterly heartbreaking. So don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to discuss Joshua Harris recounting his faith and why I support that decision. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Outlaw Radio Show. Hey, this is Josh. You're listening to the Outlaw Radio Show. Zach will be back in just a moment to talk a little bit more about Joshua Harris's most recent announcement about walking away from his faith. Uh, Zach will unpack this more in the second half of the Outlaw Radio Show. Don't forget to check us out online, outlawradio.org, or simply search any social media platform, Outlaw Radio. Here's Zach with more about Christian author Joshua Harris and his recent decision to walk away from the Christian faith. Welcome back to the Outlaw Radio Show. My name is Zach Adams. You're listening. We appreciate your listenership. It's very, very important. Again, we want to hear from you. It's very important. Audience participation, audience feedback, things that we value so, so much. To contact us, there's just a few very easy ways. First, on, on a kind of an aside but related note, our, our, our website is outlawradio.org. So everything I'm about to mention, uh, you can find quick links for at outlawradio.org. Our email address is info at outlawradio.org. So send us an, a, an email if you uh, want to challenge something that you've heard on the show, if you want to submit a topic, if you want to just provide your perspective, we'll include it. We love that stuff. If you don't like what I'm talking about, still, we want to hear from you. All these things, super, super important. So info at outlawradio.org, you can send us an email. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash the radio outlaw. And we're also on Twitter at radio underscore outlaw. We're also, just so you know, whether you're listening on the radio, specifically if you're listening on the radio, uh, every episode is podcasted. So we have a podcast. It's available on iTunes, Google Play. Again, every single episode uh, gets produced, packaged, and sent out. Uh, the audio file comes to you if you subscribe. Very cool stuff. Um, so if you're listening, but you're not able to listen to the episode in its entirety, you're in the car going from point A to point B, it's only 15 minutes. This show's much longer than that. Um, and so I've, I've whet your appetite for more, but you just can't, you can't stay with me. I get it. Uh, go to iTunes, search Zach Adams. You'll see the Outlaw Radio Podcast. Subscribe to it. And, uh, and then you can get this episode in its entirety, and you can find where you left off. You can listen to it all again. You can share it with your social media network, your friends, and whatnot. Now, 
I'm talking about Joshua Harris. He's most famous for a book titled I Kiss Dating Goodbye, a book, by the way, that in the latter part of 2018, he uh, disavowed, um, canceled his publication, said he didn't agree with it anymore, uh, shelved it. Joshua Harris came out of the homeschooling world, um, was a pastor for years, for a good decade, ended up leaving the pastorate in 2015 to go back to seminary. While in seminary, he's expanding his thoughts, new experiences, things um, that were, were completely new to his worldview. Tragically, July 17th of this year, of 2019, on Instagram, a joint Instagram post, the Harrises, Josh and Shannon, announced that they were divorcing after 19 years of marriage. And again, that that made national news. That was all over the place. It was all over the place because it was just kind of the irony of it. The guy that wrote I Kiss Dating Goodbye, blaming dating for our divorce rates, was now getting divorced. There was something just deeply ironic, something even satirical about it. But that would not be the last time that Joshua Harris would be in the national news. See, some nine days later, on July 26, 2019, on another Instagram post, Joshua Harris announced that he was leaving his faith, that he was no longer a Christian. A heartbreaking. Let, let me again just read for you, in case all of this is news, let me read for you what he wrote on his Instagram. He says, quote, My heart is full of gratitude. I wish you could see all the messages people sent me after the announcement of my divorce. There are expressions of love, though they are saddened or even strongly disapprove of the, of the decision. I am learning that no group has the market cornered on grace. This week I received grace from Christians, atheists, straight people, evangelicals, LGBTQ people, and everyone in between. Of course, there have also been strong words of rebuke from religious people. While not always pleasant, I know they are seeking to love me. There have also been spiteful, hateful comments that angered and hurt me. The information that was left out of our announcement, and again, he's referring to the joint announcement he and his wife made that they were getting divorced, is that I have undergone a massive shift in regard to my faith in Jesus. The popular phrase for this is, quote, deconstruction, end quote. The biblical phrase is, quote, falling away, end quote. By all the measurements that I have for defining a Christian, I am not a Christian. Many people tell me that there is a different way to practice faith, and I want to remain open to this, but I'm not there now. Martin Luther said that the entire life of believers should be repentance. There's a beauty in that sentiment regardless of your view of God. I have lived in repentance for the past several years, repenting of my self-righteousness, my fear-based approach to life, the teaching of my books, my view of women in the church, and my approach to parenting, to name a few. But I specifically want to add to this list now, to the LGBTQ plus community. I want to say that I am sorry for the views that I taught in my books and as a pastor regarding sexuality. I regret standing against marriage equality for not affirming you in your place in the church and for any ways that my writing and speaking contributed to a culture of exclusion and bigotry. I hope you can forgive me. To my Christian friends, I am grateful for your prayers. Don't take it personally if I don't immediately return calls. I can't join in your mourning. I don't view this moment negatively. I feel very much alive and awake and surprisingly hopeful. I believe with my sister Julian that, quote, all shall be well and all manner of thing shall be well, end quote. I mean, that was all over the place and it was heartbreaking. 
not heartbreaking in the sense that I was like personally affected by it. I don't know Joshua Harris, never met Joshua Harris, didn't like his books. <laughs> but still, to see someone that championed Christ, which he did, now reaching a point that he's abandoning Christ, the sacrifice of Jesus, his work on the cross. If in his statement, his comments about you know repenting of his treatment of homosexuality, if that caught your attention, well, you're not alone. It caught most people's attention. It, it seemed oddly kind of out of place in a larger statement where the gravity was elsewhere. It was just kind of strange. But he did, and it's his statement, and that's his right. But it was odd. Now, on July 31st, so we're talking just a couple days later, Harris posted this on his Instagram account. He said, this old poem has been ringing in my ears. If you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. Well, I've started. But there is a long road ahead and maybe a cold park bench. Two seemingly contradictory things are important for me right now. First, to refuse to disappear. To live my life, hold my head up, look my Christian friends in the eyes, and smile when I pass them on the sidewalk. Even the seemingly insignificant act of posting a picture on Instagram is important for me. To say I'm here, I'm alive, I'm not ashamed. Second, to sit in quietness and be silent. The inner journey that I'm on isn't something that I need to broadcast, which is why I'm not engaging in public arguments online. It's why I'm not doing any interviews with the media. It's why I'm not writing a book or starting a podcast. I want connection and relationships and a dialogue with real people. But I need to avoid audiences and the pressure of becoming a spokesperson for anyone or any cause that has gotten me into trouble in the past. Your letters and stories have been such an encouragement. Your forgiveness has meant so much. I am reading what you've written, even if I can't always respond. To know you've walked this road or are just starting out has been a gift. I am learning from you, and I feel less alone. Now, on August 4th, again, coming just a few days after that post, so within like two weeks, we have... My wife and I are getting divorced. Our lives have changed. We're on a different journey. To, I'm recounting my faith. And by the way, I'm sorry, gay people, for what I've said about you and my positions. To, I want to be who I am. I don't want to be a spokesperson. But I'm learning that I got to go all the way to be alive, to be not ashamed. Well, on August 4th, Joshua Harris eventually shared several Instagram posts photos of himself participating, guess what, in the British Columbia Gay Pride Parade. Not just was he participating, but he was engaged in the festivities. According to his own Twitter, I mean Instagram account, he was swapping stories with LGBT activists. I'm not going to say that Joshua Harris is gay. I can't say that. I don't know that. The writing seems to be on the wall. And it's tragic. And it's heartbreaking. But that's not the point of this episode. For the point, don't go anywhere. And share my thoughts of why I support his decision to walk away in our final block. Did you know beyond the unique content of the Outlaw Radio Show, Pastor Zach Adams also has an extensive teaching archive available online for free? If you love to study the Bible, we encourage you to check out c316.tv. Currently, Pastor Zach is teaching verse by verse through the Gospel of John, but c316.tv also has video, audio, and sermon notes for the Gospel of Mark, the Book of Acts, Ephesians, Genesis, Philemon, Jonah, Philippians, as well as an in-depth study on the Olivet Discourse and Jesus' seven letters to the churches recorded in Revelation 3 and 4. With over 17,000 minutes of expositional Bible teaching and more than 2,775 pages of written sermon transcripts, C316.tv is a must-visit for any serious student of the Bible. Welcome back to the Outlaw Radio Show. I want to 
and this conversation about Joshua Harris and his decision not just to divorce his wife or uh, disavow his book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye, uh, but this decision that he's made to walk away from the faith in his own words and engage in a, in a new life, whatever that might end up looking like. There's some difficult passages of Scripture that Joshua Harris uh, makes us consider. A passage like, for example, Hebrews chapter 6. We read, beginning with verse 4, that it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, enlightened, and have tasted the heavenly gift, and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance. For they crucify again for themselves the Son of God, and put Him, speaking of Jesus, to an open shame. You know, a story like Joshua Harris, I mean, there's no doubt, there's no question that he's a challenge to our theology about once saved, always saved. Like, you have to ask, is... Is Joshua, Joshua Harris the, the illustration of a believer who has walked away from the faith? You know, the argument being that just because you become a Christian doesn't mean that you forfeit your free will and that, you know, yes, once saved, always saved, but that doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to, to walk away or fall away, that you've experienced these things, you walk away, because, well, it would be impossible otherwise, or as the argument would go, well, Joshua Harris was never a believer to begin with. That's, that's It's a hard thing. Because Joshua Harris, for decades, demonstrated all of the fruit of salvation. To the point for 10 years, he pastored a church after, for another five, being groomed and, 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 and being submissive and, and entering, entering underneath another man, another pastor. I mean, Joshua Harris is not a bad guy. Yeah, I, I don't like his book or books, but he was a believer, someone I considered to be a, a, a brother which makes all of this just so much more difficult, so much more heartbreaking, because he did make this decision to walk away. It's a shame. The sequel to I Kiss Dating Goodbye is going to be I Kiss Jesus Goodbye. And heaven forbid anyone ever find themselves playing Judas. You know, we, we don't talk about Judas enough, I don't think, in Christian circles, but this was a man chosen by Jesus, a disciple of Jesus, Someone given a prominent position as a disciple of the treasurer. Judas makes this decision. He betrays Jesus. And we're told he was grieved by it. He exchanged Jesus, betrayed Jesus for the exchange of 30 pieces of silver. And then when he sees Jesus being arrested, it, it, like his heart's moved and he, and he runs back. He tries to give the money back, but with his deed was done. And, and you know the story, ultimately offs himself. Joshua Harris, was he a Christian? Was he not a Christian? I don't know. And I'm not going to weigh into the theology of, that, of all of that. Other than to say this, and this really gets back to the heart, the, the, the entire point of today's episode. I started by kind of saying something controversial. And what I said was that I support Joshua Harris. I support his decision, not necessarily to, to divorce his wife, I think that's terrible. I don't care where you are. Your kids, there's a greater purpose here. But, but this, is, this is my point. This is why I support Joshua Harris. I support Joshua Harris because at least the man had the decency to walk away. Like, at least he didn't do what so many progressive Christians end up doing. They end up rejecting a fundamental view of the Bible. They re they reject traditional understandings and thoughts of, of what Jesus uh, had to say, of, of what sin means, of eternal judgment. They get into this progressive liberal Christian orthodoxy. They basically walk away from Jesus, but they keep the name tag on. There are so many within, within Christianity, they claim to be followers of Christ, but by the very things they believe, they're not. And yet Joshua Harris at least had the decency, and this is why I support the decision that he made, of saying, you know, there are things that the Bible has to say about sexuality, about gender, about things. 
I don't agree with anymore. There are things about the Bible I don't like. There are concepts about Jesus um, that, uh, that, that don't jive with me anymore. Uh, things have changed in my own journey, my own heart, my own way of thinking about things. So instead of like trying to play Christian when I'm not one, because I don't fit in any way the definition of what a Christian is, I'm going to remove the name tag. And to me, thank you. Thank you. I have respect for that. It breaks my heart. Don't get me wrong. His end will be destruction if he doesn't repent. And how thankful we should all be that, that Jesus is there with arms open. At any point, all the way up until his death, Joshua Harris can make a decision that while he might have walked away from Jesus, Jesus has never walked away from him, and Jesus is still waiting there and still loves him, still wants to work in his life. Joshua Harris's journey might take some interesting twists and turns. It might go through the valley of the shadow of death. Yes, he is being on his own will, which is interesting, handed over to Satan, as, we're, as Paul talks about. In 1 Corinthians, he's handing himself to be sifted, but a sifting will occur, and we hope that that shakes something loose within him, that he comes back. And yet, at least the man uh, had the decency to call the spade a spade. Um, I'm not willing to follow Jesus. I know where that leads. I'm not going to do it, so I'm not going to play a game and pretend. I ran across an article, and again, preparing for this, <laughs> honestly thinking that this was an original thought, and I ran across an article written by Will Vining in the Christian Post that um, very eloquently uh, reiterated some of my own thoughts. The title of the article is Joshua Harris Made the Right Decision, Here's Why. Let me just read you a section. Will Vining writes, The main difference between Harris and the progressive Christian is one denounced God and left the faith, the other molded God into the God they wanted, thus making an idol. For example, Harris struggled with how Scripture taught on homosexuality. He has since renounced his position towards the union and has made steps of amends with the LGBTQT community. Joshua Harris did not try to manipulate the Scriptures as the Rob Bells of the world. He simply didn't agree. Instead of trying to change the Bible, Joshua Harris walked away. And again, don't misunderstand me. The fact he walked away is heartbreaking, and we should pray for him. We should pray for his wife. We should pray for their children. We should pray for the people around Joshua Harris, people that he trusts, counselors, to have words of wisdom, ultimately that, that he would surrender to the truth, surrender to the moving of the Holy Spirit, place himself under the weight of the conviction I know he's experiencing. He's going to go out and celebrate some new lifestyle to his own detriment. And that should break all of our hearts, but I support his decision for two reasons. One, he doesn't muddy the waters and claim to represent something that he doesn't. And that should be an encouragement to all of us, that we don't have to defend yet another progressive Christian's views of Christianity as not being a representative of Christ and not Christian. You know, the other angle is that I think because Joshua Harris has been honest about it all, because he's denounced God and left the faith and not just tried to mold a God into the God he wanted, is that he is much closer than the progressive, lukewarm Christian to coming back to the Lord, placing himself back under the weight of salvation and God's grace. Pray for Joshua Harris. I hope he knows that Jesus loves him. Why did this happen? Joshua Harris lived a life of isolation. Then he wanted to go into academia to expand his horizon. Christian isolation, being isolated as a child, never being challenged, growing up in such a culture, it doesn't prepare your child to endure the lure of liberalism. Joshua Harris is a cautionary tale. We should be careful. We should be on our knees. We should defend the faith and stand on truth. Well, you've been listening to the Outlaw Radio Show. My name is Zach Adams. I want to hear from you. You can check out outlawradio.org for our contact information. I do hope, regardless of where you're listening or how you're listening, you join me again next week for more of the Outlaw Radio Show.
You've been listening to the one and only Outlaw Radio Show with Zach Adams. As mentioned, if you like what you heard, be sure to connect with us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter or check out our website by visiting outlawradio.org. To listen again to today's show, access our daily two-minute broadcast or full-length episodes, check out the Outlaw Radio podcast, available on both iTunes and Google Play. Once again, don't forget, we want to hear from you. If you have questions, want to challenge something that was said, or would like to submit topics you'd like to hear Zach discuss on air, you can either email us at info at outlawradio.org, or you can leave a voicemail at 678-883-3316. Finally, programs like Outlaw Radio are wonderful tools God can use to change lives. But as with any ministry, there are expenses involved. First, if you're not tithing to your local church, you need to do so. And yet, if God has laid it upon your heart to extend your generosity above and beyond your tithe, we'd ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Outlaw Radio. Every donation ensures this show remains on your local station. To learn how you can become a financial partner, please visit outlawradio.org. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you join us again next week for the Outlaw Radio Show with Zach Adams. Outlaw Radio is a ministry of Calvary 316 in partnership with his productions.